0: Welcome to another episode, I'm Veronica DePolo here. Since my last episode on ChatGPT in March, I've come to embrace the different ways that I can use this tool. So for those of you that are very skeptical of AI or ChatGPT, let me give you a few different ways you can use this in your business right now. Hey, I'm Veronica Di Polo, and with more than 15 years being a Marketing strategist, you're going to experience the new way to promote your business with clear and unique messaging by giving you actionable marketing and messaging strategies that get you interested leads to transform the lives of your audiences so that you build up your brand with continuous momentum. Get ready because here's where we say no to outdated marketing strategies and society norms, and we say yes to change from the inside out. Welcome to the Branding Momentum Podcast. Now, before we start, please, if you love this episode, can you share it on social media and let me know and tag us or simply, you know, just share it with a friend that you may know that might think that could benefit from this episode. Now, when I first started to hear about ChatGPT, I was very skeptical, or dare I say, I was afraid of what it could do to how we communicate in the authenticity, right? And I was internally battling the thought that if people use this tool, they didn't want to sit down and build messaging strategies or content that is unique to them. And today I can say that that fear is only 5%. And I can personally tell you that I've always been very fearful of many things in my life, especially for those things that I can't control, like flying and cars and you know and technology I know for many people scares the crap out of them and we hate updates on our phones or on our computers because they change everything sometimes and we need to relearn everything again but I've always loved new gadgets so maybe my brain responds well to new possibilities And change. What I would like to say is that the only thing so far that I don't like about what's happening with AI-generated designs or architectural buildings or interior designs, and when I say I don't like them, I mean I love them. But it takes me a little bit, a little while, to know if it's true or not and if that place is real and if I can visit it and then I feel a little bit, you know, deceived. And that is, you know, that fantasy that maybe I just can't buy that because it looks so awesome that I can't reach it because it's it's not real. Hmm, but I guess that's just me. Now coming back again to chat TPT, I come to embrace the tool as my silent partner. Okay. Heck, I know I'm still debating the name. Um, I'm between, you know, um, calling it Charlotte or calling it Charlie, but I haven't come to the right name. Why? Because I feel I need to humanize it. I actually took the opportunity this summer to understand it better and to learn how to speak to it and how to dig deeper into what I really wanted, like, you know, peeling the onion. I am not 100% there, but I do feel the more I sit down and ask questions and ask Charlotte so that she'll give me the better answers to the questions that I don't have. And the way that I see it is that I feel freer to ask the questions that I would be afraid to ask other people because I might think, you know, maybe they're too obvious because I might sound dumb (laughs) or they're just maybe just too simple questions, right? That's why I needed to humanize her in my brain. So here are a few examples that I would like to share how you can use uh, working with my Charlotte. First, I suggest that you fill out a special section on what you want ChatGPT to know about you. I don't think many people actually fill out this space and I truly believe that you can make the answers to your questions a bit better and more personalized to what you're telling them. So you can find this as you open ChatGPT, you will, obviously you need to have your username and everything, right? So as you open your name, you see your name in the bottom left corner you see your name and you're going to click on custom instructions and then answer the questions there. What I did in my case is that I added some of the things in my CV, right? My hobbies, my entrepreneurial businesses with whom I work with and my main goals in my life, right? And then I responded how I want ChatGPT to respond to me, and what tone of voice, if it's funny, sarcastic, professional, or casual, I even told ChatGPT, I don't want to get pompous answers or sound like a smartass, okay? I would like to get tangible examples for the audience I want to help. Now, once you've saved your answers, I would recommend to pick up a topic just to get to know each other a bit better. Okay, for example, I've been working for the past month on a special digital product that I would like to launch in October, November. And yeah, spoiler alert, it is a digital service planner. And I've been working with Charlotte. What is the type of information that I should put inside based on the things that I want to put? Okay, I'm giving her all the directions, right? And I'm asking questions as I go along. Like, what would be in a one page layout so that I can, you know, maximize the space and then design it in Canva? So she would give me all the items, how obviously I already told her what I want inside. And she's just simply telling me, okay, this will fit perfectly in this setting. This has been, to tell you, an ongoing project for. Um, a month that I've been doing this and 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 I go and continue and I always come back to get more answers from her because I am still building as I ask her questions I go back I go and design and I see maybe that doesn't fit maybe that doesn't work and I go back and ask her more questions now not all the time I like what she suggests and I also make suggestions and I ask if it's that good, if it's bad, if she thinks that that would be engaging for my audience, would that work for this planner, would it work for something that I'm doing? And then she comes and tells me maybe the pros and cons of what I should do and what should I consider based on what I actually told her. So this becomes like a conversation. That's why I'm saying that she becomes like my silent partner so I go in design and then I ask more questions because even though she's you know been updated to 2021 I don't think the planners in the world have changed in the last two years right so there it is okay first you gotta do start talking to the tool give it a name if that makes it easier for you ask as many questions and whys as you can you're trying to peel the information provide us much information about your business your ideal potential clients mindset as well use words that are specific to get specific answers because the more specific you speak to the tool she will come back and give you more specific in depth and if you don't understand something take that little thing that you don't like and say okay expand on this tell me more go deeper on certain things that they come to you right so that it's more valuable what you're getting and i tend to ask when i'm you know when i'm asking these questions but that's just me i tend to ask the word please or thank you but that's just me i simply just say please would you tell me that thank you yeah that's what I do. (laughs) So don't forget in the end, for sure, to add your uniqueness. These needs to be added within you. I know there are other things that you could do, but I don't want to go into specifics as how you can use this. This can be any kind of project. This can be any kind of something that will maybe take you days to figure out yes you can use this for sure for content creation and things like that or facebook ads and because they also can give you ads and all of that but i personally believe that if you have a special product that you need to develop use it in this way okay so i hope to see you same time same place next week bye bye